Hello, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true, and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. We've been learning a lot about the kings of Israel in the north and the kings of Judah in the south. In our last episode, we learned about King Jehoshaphat in the southern kingdom of Judah. He was a king who sought after the Lord and looked to him for help in times of need. Sadly, King Jehoshaphat was one of the few kings in Judah and Israel who did look to the Lord for help. After the good king Jehoshaphat died, much trouble came to the kingdom of Judah. Now, before we begin today's story, Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about what it would be like to be a king? To be the ruler over a kingdom? Most of the kings we think about and learn about are older and have had time to learn the ways of becoming a king. What if I told you that there was once a king who was only seven years old? That's right, a seven-year-old king. How is that possible, you ask? Well, you are just going to have to listen to today's story to find out. After King Jehoshaphat died, his son Jehoram became king. Jehoram was very different than his father. He was so different, in fact, that he married a woman named Athaliah, who was the daughter of the wicked King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. Now surely you remember wicked Queen Jezebel. Queen Jezebel had come from a foreign nation and brought her foreign gods, especially the god Baal, with her. She had introduced Baal worship in the northern kingdom of Israel. And now it was her daughter, Athaliah, who married King Jehoshaphat's son, King Jehoram, in the southern kingdom of Judah. And just as Queen Jezebel had brought her false god Baal to the northern kingdom of Israel to be worshipped, so her daughter Athaliah brought the false god Baal to the southern kingdom of Judah to be worshipped. Athaliah turned Jehoram's heart away from God and to the worship of Baal. He built idols to Baal and temples to Baal. Jehoram's heart was so evil that the first thing he did when he became king was to kill all of his brothers. Can you imagine that? He wanted to make sure that no one, not even his brothers, would try to take the throne away from him. He truly did evil in the eyes of the Lord. You see, Jehoram was still a descendant of his great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather David. And God had promised King David so many years ago that he would always have a descendant on the throne. And God never breaks his promises. But this did not mean his sins would not harm him. Because his sins were so great and because he did not seek the Lord for help, God left him to face his enemies alone. And when the Philistines and Arabians came up to attack Jerusalem, there was no help from the Lord. There were no divine ambushes set against them, and there were no chariots of fire to come to the rescue. Instead, the enemy soldiers broke into the city, 
raided the king's house and took captive his wives and all of his sons, except his youngest, Ahaziah. God sent Jehoram a word that said, You have not walked in the ways of your father Jehoshaphat or of Asa, king of Judah, but you have walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and you have led Judah and the people of Jerusalem astray, just as the house of Ahab did. You have also murdered your own brothers, members of your father's house, men who were better than you. So now the Lord is about to strike your people, your sons, your wives, and everything that is yours with a heavy blow. You yourself will be ill with a lingering disease. And so soon after that, Jehoram himself died of a very painful disease. He only reigned eight years. The people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, Jehoram's youngest son, king in his place. Now, true seekers, do you think Jehoram's son would be a better king than his father? Do you think he would turn to the Lord and seek his face? Sadly, Jehoram's son also did evil in the eyes of the Lord. You see, Ahaziah made a very bad mistake. He chose to listen to the counsel and the wisdom of the kings of Israel in the north. Remember, his mother was Athaliah, the daughter of Queen Jezebel. He became so involved in the schemes and warfare with the northern kings of Israel, instead of looking to God, that when the king of Israel asked him to go to war, he did, only to be killed in fighting. He had only been king for one short year. Now, I know what you are thinking. Who will be king of Judah next? How long can this go on? Will there ever be a godly king to rule on David's throne again? Let's keep going in our story to find out. When Queen Athaliah heard that her son had been killed in battle, she had an idea. She did one of the most evil things you could think of. Now remember, she was the daughter of one of the most evil queens, Queen Jezebel. She had not been raised to love and honor Yahweh. Her heart had turned evil. When the news of her son's death reached her, she suddenly realized that she had a chance to take control of the throne of Judah. Her husband, King Jehoram, had died, and now her son, King Ahaziah, had died. She became power-hungry. And so I'm sad to say that she set out to kill all of Ahaziah's children, her very own grandchildren, thinking that if all of his children were gone, there would be no one else to take the throne, and then she would become the all-powerful queen. True Seekers, you may be thinking, where was God when all of this was happening? How could God let such a thing happen? Well, don't worry. God saw the evil that was being done and he had a plan. He was working even when it seemed like all was in chaos. You see, Ahaziah had a sister, and her name was Jehoshabah. Can you say Jehoshabah? Jehoshabah was a godly woman. That's right. Even though her brother had been a wicked king, and even though her father, Jehoram, had been an evil king as well, somehow, someway, Jehoshaphat had come to know the one true and living God. Jehoshaphat's name even has the word Yahweh in it. 
Her name means a vow or a promise to serve Yahweh. Jehoshaphat had married the high priest of Judah, Jehoiada, and she knew of the importance of the worship of the one true and living God. And so when Jehoshaphat saw Athaliah's plan to kill all of Ahaziah's children, she quickly grabbed the little two-year-old Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from those who were about to be killed. She rushed him and his nurse to the temple buildings, and since she was the high priest's wife, she knew the temple building well. And so she put the boy and his nurse in an out-of-the-way bedroom where they could not be found, and she locked them in. And so little Joash remained hidden with them at the temple of God, safe and sound, for six years, while wicked Queen Athalia ruled the land. And so it was that little Joash, like Samuel, grew up in the temple. He was there for six years being trained in the ways of truth by his aunt Jehoshaphat and his uncle Jehoiada. He was becoming a truth seeker, learning the words of God and learning to hear the voice of the Lord. Well, as the years went by, the wicked Queen Athalia thought that there was no one to challenge her on the throne. She ruled by trying to get the people of Jerusalem to worship Baal just as her mother Jezebel had done. Little did she know that God was raising up a new king, a mighty king, a king who would follow in the ways of the Lord. As the years went by, the high priest Jehoiada hated all the evil the queen was doing. You see, he was a true servant of the God of heaven. He knew that she had no right to the throne. And so he quietly gathered his friends around him, telling them in secret that the true heir to the throne was alive, hidden in the temple. He made a covenant with the commander of units of the men of Israel, and they went throughout Judah and gathered the Levites and the heads of the Israelite families from all the towns. When they all came to Jerusalem, the whole assembly made a covenant with the king at the temple of God. Jehoiada said to them, The king's son shall reign as the Lord promised concerning the descendants of David. Now this is what you are to do. A third of you priests and Levites who are going on duty on the Sabbath are to keep watch at the doors. And a third of you at the royal palace and a third at the foundation gate. And all the other men are to be in the courtyards of the temple of the Lord. No one is to enter the temple of the Lord except the priest and Levites on duty. They may enter because they are consecrated, but all the other men are to guard what the Lord has assigned to them. The Levites are to station themselves around the king, each man with his weapons in his hand. Stay close to the king wherever he goes. And so the Israelites rallied together to protect the young king Joash from Athaliah. Jehoiada stationed all the men, each with his weapon in his hand, around the young king near the altar in the temple, from the south side to the north side of the temple. No one, not even Athaliah, was going to harm young King Joash. Jehoiada and his sons brought out Joash and put the crown on him. They presented him with a copy of the covenant and proclaimed him king. They anointed him and shouted, Long live the king! Long live the king! When Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and cheering, 
she went to them at the temple of the Lord. She looked, and there was the newly appointed king, standing by his pillar at the entrance, the young seven-year-old boy standing there with a crown upon his head. The officers and the trumpeters were beside the king, young Joash, and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets and singers with musical instruments were leading the praises. Then Athalia, outraged, tore her robes and shouted, Treason! Treason! But the numbers of the Israelites were so great, and they were so tired of the evil that she had brought on the land, that they came and seized her, and they put her to death. Then the high priest Jehoiada made a covenant that he and the people and the king would be the Lord's people. All the people went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed the altars and the idols of Baal. Then Jehoiada placed the oversight of the temple of the Lord in the hands of the priest, who were Levites, to whom David had made assignments in the temple to present the burnt offerings of the Lord as written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and singing as David had ordered. He took with him the commanders of hundreds, the nobles, the rulers of the people, and all the people of the land, and brought the king Joash down from the temple of the Lord. They went into the palace through the upper gate and seated young King Joash on the royal throne. And all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was once again at peace. And so Joash was seven years old when he became king. Dear True Seekers, what an exciting story. Amazing things can happen when people gather together to obey and follow the Lord. I wonder what young seven-year-old King Joash was thinking in that moment. Was he afraid? Was he worried? Was he thinking, I'm only seven years old. How can I be a king? But God fulfilled his promise to King David so long ago that there would always be one of his descendants on the throne. And God would be with young Joash, as we will see in our next episode. But of all the people who showed courage in this story, Jehoshaphat showed the most courage of all. She risked her life to save one of her nephews, little Joash. You know, Jehoshaphat could have stayed safe and sound in the temple while she watched her mother commit evil and wicked acts. But Jehoshaphat had the spirit of Yahweh upon her. She knew what was happening was wrong, and she could not sit still. Following the Lord will sometimes call on us to be brave and courageous. It may call on us to step out of our comfort zones and take a risk. But you can bet that when you are following the Lord's commands, He will always be with you. There are many men and women who have risked their lives, even given up their lives to death for the sake of following Jesus. They knew that any danger they faced was nothing in comparison to being with Jesus forever. Jesus has called all of his followers to take up their cross and follow him. We are to count the cost. Jehoshaphat risked her life for what was right and true. May we too always be ready to give an account for what we believe, to not be afraid to stand for what is right, to have the courage to follow Jesus. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 2 Chronicles chapters 21 through 23. Let me pray with you before we go. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you see all things. Even when it seems like you are nowhere to be found, you are always moving and working. Even though Athalia made herself queen, you had made a promise to David that his descendants would always be on the throne. You were faithful to your promise and you established Joash, even though he was only seven years old. Oh God, help us to be brave and courageous like Jehoshaphat and Joash. Help us to stand for your truth. When there are lies all around us, help us to stand up and speak the truth. Help us to have the courage to follow you, even when it means taking a risk. You will always be there with us. You will never leave us or forsake us. We put all of our trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining me today, True Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.